Welcome to Sonata Secrets with Henrik Chilham, unlocking the world of classical music. Out of Rachmaninoff's 24 preludes in all the different keys, 10 of them are in Opus 23. And as number 5 of those, we find this well-known piece, a menacing march in G minor with a lyrical and slightly exotic middle section. This is the rock and roll of classical music. First we have these march rhythms with these 16th notes. Bam, bam, always driving forwards very regularly. Bam, 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 like that. And secondly, we have these register shifts. That's uh, a core element of this piece. So it's all the time going between like two voices. Uh, this melodic voice in the low register very regular on the beat. And then the, the marching band accompaniment. But of course we have to play both at the same time and we can't even divide it between the hands. Both hands need to play both things. And that's the, the technical challenge of this piece. But also what creates this great energy to have to go between the register all the time. So the musical character in the beginning, it's kind of lurking in the dark. Uh, you don't know where it is. It's just soft and kind of uh, foreboding. And then it starts to grow and comes with the statement pretty quickly. But then just as quickly falls back again. And this is a harmonic thing. Mostly the harmony is just within the scale, G minor. You have some B flat major and C minor and D major dominant back to G minor. But then we have this dark uh, low. This is the D plus five augmented chord on the way up. And this is going to return throughout the piece, um, this chord. Kind of weird, you don't really know where you have it. But then on the way down, it uh, resolves to a G minor 6 and dominant. And now like a closing phrase. down again and softer. This chord, this is the old augmented six chord. It's like a German six chord, but uh, doesn't matter. 
you're always like, hey, what's that? And I do a slight ritardando here. Uh, some pianists do and some don't. Yeah, you can choose. Now we get the melody, uh, the marching uh, starts over. The, it starts the same again as the second time. But now... Now it continues upward instead of going back down. And we get a shorter close. This is uh, an interpretation I do. I, so we have an accent on this chord. And then I put an accent on this chord as well. Uh, the second chord in this register. And then we have it. So the effect is we get a super nice uh, syncopation on this. Uh, that's just my way of playing it. Um, you can also choose like how much marcato and also how much pedal if you want it dry. some pedal but this is the way I play it. So this is the second idea just comes straight on uh, with a shorter bar before. Uh, now this is in E flat major very triumphant so it, if we have been lurking in the dark caves in the beginning now this is the marching parade outside the palace uh, in all its grandeur and also here now we get uh, three registers before we've kind of been operating with two now we have the melody on top and we have marching accompaniment both here and down here so it's expanding on all fronts yeah it's really hard to play and now it's landing on this big d kind of teasing with this harmony so this is what we had a hint of in the beginning the d d major with the augmented with the b flat is the augmented fifth on D and now kind of a melodic minor and back to G minor so now we get the marching statement for a final time of the first section so reinforcing it here with two bars just G minor We're gonna come down to close this section. Uh, so this is the same we have in the beginning. But now it's in forte. In the beginning it's still piano. Uh, now it's still forte after the E flat major triumphant part. So we finally land on the D again, dominant. And now we're gonna keep D in the bass as a pedal point and this upbeat gonna come down chromatically and nice chords that fits it 
finally resolves to a D, D major, the dominant. So now we embark on the middle section, which is a complete contrast, very much needed because it's so intense, this marching. It's still in G minor, but we keep the D as a pedal point for a long time. And this is something completely different, so... So, we, this is like a slightly exotic, we get some Arabian Nights, Scheherazade vibes and it's because of this harmonic augmented 5 chord uh, over the D we go to B flat and then C as a 7th so when we have this over the D and then we get the, this chord C minor over D very a bit mysterious and finally the, the way these melodies are constructed it's a typical Rachmaninoff thing or even typical Russian, because you also have it in Tchaikovsky. It's this long lines of melody, and it's only going like one scale note at a time, either up or down. So you have a little interval at the end, and the third time when it takes off. And just want to mention another piece with this kind of melody that's a super beautiful piece from the symphonic repertoire is one of the most beautiful slow movements I know as a favorite it's the Rachmaninoff's second symphony the third movement there it's a different setting it's in major but you have this clarinet that plays this kind of melody in major just one scale at a time for a really long time and then it comes in the violins in the recapitulation okay we still have some of these mysterious vibes here okay uh, and also the phrase structure we have this Two phrases, the same, that are preparations, so the second time now. So now the third time, it's like a destination phrase, this is where it's going. it's going back to D major and it starts over again also this third time we reach the G minor that's how it feels so nice because we've been on the D pedal for a long time the whole transition and the start of this section so then we get this and the bass starts going down I like to bring forth these uh, inner voice, uh, almost ornamental qualities here. Okay, now we get a repeat of these three phrases, almost exactly the same, but an added inner voice uh, additional. So it wasn't hard enough to play these arpeggios over three octaves in the left hand. Now we have to also play an inner voice. So let me just play the melody in the right hand and the inner voice. So
everything. again. And these super nice lush harm Rachmaninoff harmonies in the end here over A pedal now. Changing the harmonies chromatically every beat. This last one is a thirteenth chord something. And this goes down to D again and yeah it should be really soft here. This goes straight like into the recapitulation with the theme and I played now until the second idea with the E flat. That uh, the E flat part comes identical but this transition section it's uh, so cool. It's like the train is taking off from the station. It starts really slow. And Axlerando it's uh, getting more and more steam as we go and also it's different notes in the low part. In the transition before the middle section we have this pedal D and we go chromatically down. Now it's the opposite of that. We have the same, we have the D in the upper voice but it goes chromatically up. And this train is leaving and we have like four stops along the way that we're gonna stop at. We start on the D uh, dominant major and the next stop is G minor. So stop going chromatically upward. This is the G minor stop. minor stop, the th third stop. Now this is where he says tempo one, so we should be in a mar march tempo. But we don't stop here, uh, the train moves on. So this is the final stop with the D in the bass and... kind of closing chords that so I do the same um, syncopation accent as I do before uh, but now 
it's different register so this is more uh, like what's not written in the score but I, I still like it <laughs> back to D minor and now starts the coda which is again slightly different now these uh, chromatic changes continue but now they're even in the March chords hammering this G in the bass for a long time. Um. Now maybe moving somewhere like C minor. But Rachmaninoff insists on keeping the G in the bass. Until here, now we get like a final cadence. So with this chord, what is this chord? It's the D augmented 5 dominant. It's and the marching band uh, goes back into the cave uh, lurking. Now the final phrase is an ending like several others of the preludes end in this same way, just a dissipation in thin air up in the register. And in this piece, it's quite fitting as a counterbalance to all the big intensity that's been throughout it. And it's like in the words of T.S. Eliot, this is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but a whimper. And in the world that didn't end, a shout out to my Patreon sponsors, G. Edlund and A. Philip. <laughs>